0: Have you ever had someone in your life that you just truly trusted with all of your heart? You knew that you could count on them and you knew you could always go to them with your problems and whenever you were just in tears. Have you ever had that? Well, stay tuned. We are going to talk about that very thing today. All of my life, when I felt down, when I was scared, whenever I lacked confidence, when I was in tears, I could always count on my daddy to come and talk to me. He made time for me, and he listened. He listened. He listened more than he spoke, but just having his presence around me, and then when he spoke he always had encouraging words for me he didn't put me down he didn't he didn't talk down to me he he spoke to me with such love and when my daddy passed away oh i miss that i immediately start thinking about him and how i want to talk to him and but one of the the best gifts i think i could ever receive is the fact that i pretty much I already know what he's going to say, because he's spent a lot of time listening to me, knowing me, loving me, and then giving me his word. It's just so priceless. So today we are going to talk about faith in the command, the command of the advice. You know, our scripture from for today comes from John. Chapter 10, verses 17 through 18. Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. In our book, Think Like Jesus, 40 Days to Creating a Miracle Mindset, Chad Gonzalez writes, Jesus had so much trust in the Father that he was unrelenting in his mission to fulfill it, no matter what the natural circumstances looked like. God had given Jesus the command of giving his life for the world. However, God never gives a command without also giving the power to fulfill the command. He gave Jesus the power to not only lay down his life, but also the power to raise himself up again. Think about that. For three years, Jesus not only had the cross to face, but also separation from God, which would result in spiritual torture in hell. Despite all of that, Jesus was unwavering in his fulfilling of the mission, all based on a command from God. How many times have we faced a situation and questioned the result, even though God had given us the power and command to overcome it? How many times have we faced sickness or lack, armed with the authority of heaven, and yet began to doubt? We must be as confident in God's word as Jesus was. Jesus viewed a word from God for what it was a carrier of the power to go forth and fulfill what it was sent to do, regardless of what the enemy tried to do to stop it. God's word is unstoppable and unchangeable. Miracles aren't always pretty until they happen. We must become unflinching in the face of negative situations when we're armed with a word from God. Jesus was willing to die an excruciating death based on a promise that he could take his life back again in three days. Would you be willing to die based on a promise? This is the type of faith that in God that it takes to accomplish the miracles Jesus experienced on this earth. And that faith won't come through steps and formulas. That faith will come from fellowship with the Father. This faith was grounded in love and a byproduct of their fellowship. Jesus knew God loved him so much that Jesus literally trusted him with his life. And if he could trust Jesus with his life, Jesus could trust him in any other situation. That's how I felt about my daddy. I knew he had my best interest at heart. I knew he loved me so much that he would even give his own life. I could trust him for anything. If he told me to do something, I felt so confident that I could do it. And I could be so down on myself and somebody else could hurt me so bad, but he had an answer. And all I had to do was keep thinking about the things he said. And I was inspired and encouraged that I could just take on the world. Whenever I would ask a question in our family group setting, um, and I would speak to my dad and say, well, what do you think? Other people would start to say something. And I said, no, 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 no. I want to hear what my daddy has to say. When I had to write my daddy's obituary, it was very long because my mom told me, write everything you want to write it's for us. And it was a story of his life. And what I realized is no matter how many things came up against my daddy and and no matter how imperfect he was, I realized that my earthly father was so much like my heavenly father. And if I can have that faith and that trust in my earthly father I surely can have that in my heavenly one. The confession for today is, I'll stick with the word, regardless of what the situation looks like, because God's word always comes to pass when I act on it in faith. Today's scripture reading comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 13. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of the status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and he took on the status of slave, became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life. And then he died a selfless and obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything. Ever so, that all created beings in heaven. And on earth, even though long ago dead and buried, will bow in worship because this Christ Jesus and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've done from the beginning. When I was living among you, you lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation and reverent and sensitive before God. That energy is God's energy, an energy deep within you. God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. To me, this is such a wow factor and also just something to really marvel in and to think about, to really ponder upon. And then kick that faith into action, believing it even if you can't see it, because it's happening. But the only way to release it is to act upon it. So do that. Think about that. And I'll come back to you tomorrow with the uh, lesson entitled, Fear Does Not Deserve a Reaction.